that's it Turn the page on the day, walk away Cause there's sense in what I say I'm 45th generation Roman But I don't know them or care when I'm spitting So return to your sitting position and listen, it's fitting And I'm miles ahead and they chase me Show your face on TV, then we'll see You can't do half, my crew laughs at your rhubarb and custard verses You rain down curses, but I'm waving your hearses driving by Streets riding high, with the beats in the sky All stare, eyes glazed, garage burned down, the fire raged For 40 days and in 40 ways But through the blaze they see it fade The sea of black, the beaming heat on their faces Then a figure emerges from the wastage Eyes transfixed with a piercing gaze One hand clutching his sword, raised to the sky they wonder how, they wonder why The sky turns white, it all becomes clear They felt lifted from their fears They shed tears in the light after six dark years Young bold soldiers The fire burns, cracks and smoulders Five years older and wiser The fires are burning on fire, never tire Slay warriors in the forests and on higher We sing, hear the strings rising The war's over, the bells ring Memories fading, soldiers slaying Looks like geezers raving the hazy fog over the ball ring The lazy ways the birds sing A new baby's born every day Few men may be scorned today But look at things the other way Cause it may well be your final day And then the crowds roar They slay, they all say I produce this using only my bare wit Give me a jungle, a garage beat And admit defeat Use war and past injuries My metaphor is simile Get all applications into me before the deadline Cause it's a fine line between strife for crimes and a life for crime But you will reach the day, and it's all mine You can take it or leave it I shake and reveal stage tricks like Jimi Hendrix In the afterlife, gladiators meet their maker Float through the wheat fields and lakes of blue water To the next life from the fortress Away from the knives and slaughter To their wives and daughters Once more before the Lord judges over all of us in this place you'll see me Brace yourself, cause this goes deep I'll show you the secrets, the sky and the birds Actions speak louder than words Stand by me, my apprentice Be brave Clench fists Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Me? Oh, yes, I'm very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the audience in general. I mean, everyone really, but I mean, the only one I can talk to is you, so I guess I mean you. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm fine. Just uh, my feet are cold. <laughs> are they? Yes, but that's okay. Um, it's just very cold here in the little kingdom of Denmark, and oh, uh, little yes, <laughs> I think that I think that we had a, a couple of accidents, Richard, you and I this week. Yours yeah. was probably a little bit worse. Cool. What the hell? What happened? I just sent you the photos. Did you see it? 
No, I didn't see. I told you not to because if you can't see the bone, oh. please don't send it. Please not. No, no, no. You can't see the you can't see the bone in the photos. Ah, okay. So, so then yeah, it looks bad. It. You can you can they they're in your phone right now. I sent them to you just now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, me. it was a surprise. A surprise. Yeah. A surprise accident. Oh my god! What the fuck? Oh my good live reaction. That's good. It's really fucking gross. Yeah, it's like we're becoming YouTubers. You know, I wanted to be a doctor, and maybe that's because of this time. <laughs> hey, the funny, th the funny thing. Oh, God, by the way, guys, I think you're all fantastic, and I just want to say hello again because I feel like we're deviating, and I need to pay more attention to the, to the, to the, to the consumers, to the clients. Mm. I don't know why I call you clients. I don't think you're clients. I think you're more. <laughs> I think you're more followers. What do you think, clients or followers? Well, are we getting paid? No. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, what? you know, for me, yeah, for me, Boundaries. a client is, yes, a client is just an economic transaction, you know, so okay. someone who pays for a service uh, is a client and the rest of people out there is followers or... Freeloaders. Curious people. Freeloaders. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> people that don't want to pay for anything. Ah, okay. Then. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think that's very rude towards... But yeah, yeah, no, it's a joke. I'm being, I don't mean it. I'm, I would, I also listen to podcasts free all the time. No, let's just start insulting people. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting yeah, because... on the defensive again, protecting my yeah. point of view. Yeah, exactly. No, no, but before we go into that, because we want to discuss this point, uh, we were talking before that, I mean, we were saying before that we would like to go, uh, and uh, yeah talk about uh, how people feel offended and all that but then let's go back to your fucked up knee and oh, yeah. then please people who are listening to us be careful when you run <laughs> you know? yeah right so the the story started about six weeks ago when i was running and uh, i saw some raccoons uh, <laughs> running across the road and what record you want to... <laughs> oh, no. all right all right i wanted i saw some raccoons running across the road and uh, I was just really blown away by their beauty. And uh, so I was listening to some nice music at the time and I saw these raccoons like playing and I was running and I felt good, I felt energized. Anyway, so they ran into the park and one of them seemed to like note it, almost like looked around and looked at the car. And uh, I have a trauma, I have a trauma from when I was young. And I, I, I once was really, I was really high, really stoned when I was about 16 or 17 and I was cycling home I remember uh, that. In, in Cambridge. Yeah. Yeah. You remember it, right? You remember? Oh, that's another story. I, I might tell that story later. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I saw a, a cat run across the road and like almost in slow motion, it, it literally like went under the tire and then ran away. And when it ran away, it was obviously going like, like that. And I was like, <laughs> but it ran away. You know, I was amazed that it ran away because it literally went under the tire. And, uh, and, and then obviously I thought about it later and I was like, you know, obviously it died. I don't know how it ran without any bones, but <laughs> I don't know it ran and managed to do it. And uh, anyway, so I have this trauma. So the, the raccoon ran, started running away from the other raccoon. And I, I, this, I had this flashback again when I was running. So I looked back and I was looking at the car and the car gradually stopped. And the raccoon crossed the road fine and everything was fine. And I, in that moment, I was like, fuck, lucky. And then I fell over. 
Por lo que Exactly. Don't no, now you traumatize. Now you traumatize the burracoon, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah, he's probably now, every time he sees a person, he's worried they're going to fall over. So I think that, so I fell over and, it, and I started laughing and a guy went past. This is actually quite a good story. A guy went past, an old man, and he stopped and he looked really worried and he was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was just laughing, you know, because I was nervous. I was embarrassed. I was just laughing, like, at myself. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. Like put my thumbs up at him in the window and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine, no worries. And so I got up and there were people looking from quite far away, but there were like maybe like five or six people who'd seen me fall over. But you know, I was trying to be cool. I was trying to style it out. I didn't want anyone to firstly know I was looking at raccoons. And secondly, I'd actually fallen over, <laughs> you know? So, so then I carried on running and everything was okay. But I looked down at my leg and it was pretty pretty fucked up like my knee my shoulder I couldn't like lie on my shoulder for a bit my knee was like really bleeding like quite badly but anyway you know I'm a big boy and I, I I got over it and I came home and I cleaned it up second half of the story the other day um I was running and I was looking at the birds because the birds were flying across the sky <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at the birds and also because in Panama, well, everywhere in the world at the moment, you have to wear this stupid mask, like a paper mask mm. over your face so that you make sure you When you run too? Yeah, every, every time. I mean, I don't have it on my face. I have it on almost like a symbol. Like it's like <clears throat> I'm, I'm symbolizing to people that I'm part of society. Mm. You know, like I, it's almost like I'm yeah. saying I care so much about what other people think about me. So I put this mask <laughs> on and I have it like on my chin, but not over my mouth. And, um, and I, but, but because of that, in my subconscious, I'm like moving in and out, like weaving in and out of the people because I don't want them to catch my, my dirty Corona breath. So it's, I'm like, so I'm very conscious of that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very conscious of that. It's like an, almost like an assault course. And then, but then, but then obviously you have all of these animals, these beautiful animals. And, uh, and you know, they're distracting. So I saw the birds after weaving in and out of people and I fell over again, right? So I fell over very close to the spot that I actually fell over before. And again, I started laughing and I'm like, in, in my head, the previous falling over didn't, I, I wasn't even thinking about it. And then I was laughing again on the floor, like I do. And then another car came, the guy stopped. It was a different guy, obviously. He stopped, oh he'd done the same thing. He was like putting his thumbs up, like, are you okay? And I was like, he looked concerned. And then because I was laughing, he started laughing. He was laughing a lot, actually. And then, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Go, 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 you know. And, uh, and then anyway, so I carried on running. And about two minutes later, I looked down and like a massive piece of skin was hanging <sighs> off my knee. Oh, it was literally God. like hanging off. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a graze. It's literally almost like I got a knife and like stuck it in and pulled off a piece of skin. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intense. So I was like, I was, I was a mess. Like I had blood, like obviously a lot more blood running down my knee, my leg, my hand, the, the, the cut that I'd had on my hand from the previous time as well had been reopened. And that's what had happened to the knee. I think that's why it was so bad. Cause it was an, it was a scab already. And then I fell on the scab and it ripped the scab and ripped the knee as well. So God, this yeah. is a really long story. I've got I mean, more, but that, I'm not going to say the whole thing. 
I think that the raccoons and birds are sending you a message like, don't run, Richard. <laughs> but yeah, it's really, really painful. No, today I just had a very stupid, uh, I fall on my knees. I fell on my knees, sorry. I was just biking and it's very easy to bike in Denmark, even though it's very cold, it's easy because it's flat. So yeah. I got very encouraged by myself, all by myself. You know, I just put the Spotify and I was like, oh yeah, let's oh, run. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. But, and then, you know, I lose it, you know, and I started to bike. I almost arrived in Sweden. At some point, you know, I was in the in the motorway and I was like, where am I? Wow, <laughs> what, wow. What, an, what an experience. Yes, and I saw a sign that said Malmo, and Malmo is Sweden. And I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm getting into Sweden. What no, the fuck? I didn't go that far. No, no, I didn't go that far. But you know, uh, I was like, okay, I need to go back because I, I actually I didn't know where I was. Anyway, uh, so I think I did like around 26 kilometers, not too much because it's flat. So, but you know, the thing is that it was so cold. It's so cold today that when I got home after biking for probably an hour or something, more than an hour, uh, I, I get off my bike and I couldn't feel my legs and I just fell on my knee. <laughs> when, you, when you told me about it, I always thought it was one of those moments, you know, when you fall on your knees and you're like, no, was it like that? Or was no, it just like... It was more like, fuck, you know, and, and then oh, I was shit. like, ouch. And then I was just concerned that hope, I hope no one has seen this because it's so, so really... You know, this happened also another time. I fell from I fell from my bike like three times since I am in Denmark in nine years. It's not too bad. And the three times okay. they were really, really nothing happened. But you know, I think the second time it was super embarrassing because I was uh, in the office where I used to clean, and I just arrived, you know, with my Converse and and I was just parking the bike. So the bike was already parked, right? Mm -hmm. But the lace of my Converse got trapped in the pedal, and when I went to 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 walk. You know, I just, I just felt, but it was terrible. You know, I, I hurt myself a lot because I just, you know, yeah, with all the gravity, you know, on my body and I felt like, bah! and I was like, for one minute in the floor, just, it was really painful. But the only thing I couldn't think of was like, please don't let anyone <laughs> to see yeah, this. Hopefully not. Like you kept your head in your hands for a while. Yes. I was just like, I need to get up, get up, get up because I'm really <laughs> <laughs> You can do it, girl. Come on. Yeah. And then what happened? How many no, no, no. I mean, a guy, just a guy saw me and was like, oh, are you okay? Good. And I was like, fuck. I was like, yes, yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but I was more embarrassed than, than hurt. You know, nothing happened. Anyway. You know, when you, anyway. I think falling over is one of those things where I think that it's funnier when people try to stay up. You know, like they're, <laughs> fall, they're falling and then they like trying to not fall because they don't want to be embarrassed, yeah. obviously. I think if you fall, you just got to like admit you just got to be like, I'm falling, I'm going to fall. Yeah, it's a, lot, it's a lot of awkward situations. I remember once I was, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm going to tell this story. It's gonna, I'm going to be very, very fast, oh, but I was thinking. That's why we're here. That's why we're yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe the audience has so many stories like this, but, you know, I was, yeah. in, I, was, I was getting in the office in Copenhagen and, you know, I was checking my phone, just, just looking at my phone and suddenly, you know, the bus stops and this guy comes off the bus and then when he was tripping down, I mean, when he was just coming off the bus, you know, he trips and he was a bit, he was big, you know, he was probably as tall as me. I'm very tall and he was a bit chubby, you know, so probably okay. I'm guessing like 120 kilos more or less. And so then, he was huge. He was huge. Yeah, he was huge. And then, you know, when you trip and then you have this uh, moment of speed, you know, that you just, yeah. and then he started to run towards me and I just oh. look up. Honestly, I just looked up and I was like, I'm going to die. 
Yeah, honestly, and it was just so fast. Everything happened so fast because I was looking at my phone and suddenly I get up, you know, I just look up and I see this massive guy running towards me like he couldn't control himself. And I swear to God, he stopped. He stopped right in front of my face, you know. I don't know how, I don't know how, but it was, you know, the only thing that I could think of is like, I'm going to die because, you know, the yeah. impact, the impact of someone hitting you like that, it happened to me playing basketball and it can be painful, you know, because if your body is yeah. not ready, you know, it's like, and someone who comes at that speed is like, pa. Knocks you over, yeah. Intense. But he stopped. What did he, stopped. What did he say? He was like, oh, and I was just, I, I don't know, I thought it was, yeah. you know, for, for people seeing that, you know, people around, huh? the, man has, the man has been very shocked because they were like, oh my God, you know. Yeah, and suddenly, it He's... was totally crazy, honestly. Maybe he, maybe he, yeah, maybe he just realized that if he, if he carried on, then. He would he, smash he me. Would, yeah, he would maybe smash you. <laughs> yeah, All right. Like three. To... Yeah, he could have break three of my ribs. You know, I. I mean, we would have hurt each other a lot. I think because, and how stupid. You know, it's like it's not that he. You know, but yeah, a stupid accident. It would have been a stupid accident. What's the like? This is a bit of a side a side thing, but it's, it is related. Like, what was the time when you seen someone? Like the craziest thing that you've seen, like but two people, like a confrontation between two people, not you, but like any, like in public, like some, some strangers. I saw a yeah. crazy thing once, like really weird. Where? No, you answer first because I asked you the question. So uh, it would be weird if I okay. asked you the question and then I just do what I want. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it wasn't a confrontation. It was, I was having coffee in Copenhagen again. And and I was just uh, in this cafe, really cool, you know. And it was like I was just in because I like to do that. I like to do that. I usually go to cafes alone, so I bring my book or my computer and I yeah, write or I read. And I was just uh, in front of the window because in Copenhagen it's very dark, so I always like to be in the window, you know, just to look at people and because you have the light, right? And it was just like that, you know. And suddenly, honestly, like I just look up and I see this car. You know, because it was in front, it was like the main road. Yeah. And then I see this car like, wow, like really 150 kilometers per hour, crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I see the police, the police, it was just following the car. And then another car comes in front. The, pol the police that? car hits the car, of course. Oh. And then honestly, and then this happened in two seconds. You know, the car that the police hit, uh, it just did like, how do you call it in English? Like, you know, uh, it was a U-turn. Yes, it did a U-turn, and of course, you know, it was coming. You know, there was a guy in walking in the street that stopped the car. Uh, you know, I don't know how the fuck the car just didn't hit him, you know? Yeah. But it was like, it, 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 it everything happened in two seconds, and then the, the back of the car was coming straight to the window oh. screen where I was sitting, and I nice just stop. jumped back. <laughs> I don't know how this thing happened, but, you know, it didn't hit the guy in the street or it didn't hit the window screen. And this How car was, the police, the police wasn't chase, chasing this car. It was just a car that was on the road. Exactly. The police was chasing the other car, but then there uh -huh. was someone else uh, just coming from a, a different street and the police, you know, just hit that, that car, you know, and then the police just came came off, you know, and it was like, everybody's okay, everybody's okay. And, you know, the guy in the street, I think he was in fucking shock because, you yeah, know, it was sure. like, like two, 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 yeah, two centimeters more and he's dead. And then two centimeters more and probably I'm dead also because, you know, they would have hit the, the, the glass. I mean, I don't know. These, these things, I think it was very crazy. I think it was one of the shocking. 
The motion well, did, is the, in did, did the car get away? The other car, yes. Yes. Oh, uh, that makes it that makes the story worthwhile, you know, that the car actually yeah. got away. Because because I actually I when when there's a police like a car chase, mm -hmm. I always want the person in the car to win. Always. <laughs> I never <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what, what they are running away from, but you know no. Jesus Christ. That doesn't matter to me. I just want them to get away from the police. But the yeah. no, I mean I like police. Police are nice. I mean I guess some of them probably are if I know, but like um I've never met any, but you know, there you go. But like I mean <laughs> let's not get into that. <laughs> so, They're very hot in Denmark, I have to say. Just what? <laughs> hot police. <laughs> yeah, the guys they're really hot, yes. I have to say that you know they are very with the baton. Uh, yeah, and then they have this uh, like yellow thin as polity, and they are all like I mean not oh. all, but you know they are kind of like uh, how do you say uh, beefy guys, you know like muscular. Yeah. Like yeah. What, what are they? What What are the police called in Denmark? Polity. Oh God. It could. Be, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have been better. Polity. It could be. Police. I mean, police is pretty lame as well. Police. Police. <laughs> oh, we're the police. No, um, but yeah, tell me your story now. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I see the same. I just want to quickly say that I also find uh, female police women attractive as well. We might have something with authority and yeah, I think so. Law, law issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, my my story was I was waiting on the tube uh, to get to work one day. It was like six thirty in the morning. In London, Metro, yeah. In, Lo in London, yeah, and um, you know London, right? On the, the Raquel used to live in London, and she like so basically all of the people like push on to the tube like it's like it's the most ridiculous thing you, you know there's no there's there's no space and they're just trying to get in like they're like you know people are like ants and i've always been of the mind where i'm not gonna do that like i feel like i'm not gonna lower my i'm not gonna go down to their level you know it's just the way i justify it to myself i don't know why it's not even real i don't really think that it's just i tell myself that in that situation like don't be don't be like the rest rich. And it's, like, it's, it's just really stupid. But anyway, I stand back. So, and I wait for space, you know? And uh, this one day, there was a man with a briefcase. Um, he looked, he was like, a bit, he was about 50. He looked like a, like a pretty wealthy businessman type, type guy. And he was standing uh, right by the door and all of these people were like pushing in. And he looked, he didn't look tired. He looked like everyone else. But this woman gets in with her kid and her kids maybe six or seven, something like that. So as everyone, as all of these people are getting in, this woman, uh, the, the guy moving out of the way, trying to like let everyone in, hmm. accidentally touches, not hits hard, accidentally touches the kid's body and head <gasps> with the briefcase. But no, but it sounds bad, but it was not bad. It was not yeah, bad. Yeah, it was yeah. literally like a It was glance. metro, yeah. Like, yeah, the guy, the kid wouldn't have even like noticed it. Even the kid would have just been like, oh, this is like standard shit on the metro. Kate, um, you're in London yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little six-year-old, oh, this is just standard shit, isn't it, on the metro? <laughs> 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 That's how the, the kids in London are. 
Your blood. Yeah. Give me, hey, mum, give me some milk. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway. So the kid is uh, waiting there. And the mum loses her shit. Like she lost it. Like, okay, but this isn't the interesting part. So she lost it. And she wow. starts going, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you hitting my kid for? You know, like London people do. And, uh, and the guy is like, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then she just keeps going. She just keeps oh. laying into him for maybe 30 seconds, right? And everyone's looking. People start like going like da-da-da-da. And then she starts pushing him. Wow. Like pushing him off the tube. Like, fuck off. Fuck off. Like, really <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and the guy lost it. Oh, no. The guy started swinging at her with his briefcase. You, <laughs> he started what? like he started swinging at the woman. Like he started like trying to hit her with her with his briefcase, and then she was like like putting her hands up and 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 like swinging back for him, like trying to hit him back. Oh, wow. And then after maybe like five seconds of this, other people in the in the tube were like, "Yes, mate, you can't do that. You can't hit a woman. You can't hit a woman." And then the guy was like. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> oh my god! You know it was. It's really, London. Really... I miss it so much. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, so it was incredible to watch this, and wow. um and Civiliz- we train... call it civilization, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's society incredible. nowadays. Yeah, and so and so like the the guy, the tube left, and everyone was just staring at this guy, and like because he was on the platform, and I I felt so sorry. I kind of felt sorry for him. Because I felt like, I felt like, you know, obviously you shouldn't ever resort to violence, but he was being completely humiliated, like completely humiliated for something very, very small, right? And everyone on the platform was like going up to him, going like, you can't hit women, you can't hit women. And I know you can't hit women, obviously, but like, it it was just like a moment, I think it was like a moment of madness that he felt, you know, and he was an asshole, obviously, for doing what he'd done, but it was just a really strange situation, like really odd. And the kid, because the, the kid must well, have the kid, been traumatized. Right? Yeah, the kid just wanted his milk or whatever the fuck. You know, he was just like, you know, just sitting there like, I, I don't know what was going. Oh my god, that's that's know, so you, crazy. Did you but suck then, on mummy's? Did you suck on your mum's booby for milk when you were six? No, uh, no. That okay. I I shouldn't I shouldn't say anything about this because you know how do you oh, say why? lactancy lactancy or something? I mean lactose because. Uh, not like <laughs> you know when you give uh, when you give uh, what is what is know. the term in English you know in Spanish is lactancia you know which means that when the baby is just uh, breastfeeding and then is uh, yeah but, but it's a baby you know I think that when they have teeth you shouldn't do that I I find it a little bit you know I am completely I am completely like one hundred percent in support of women breastfeeding their babies in public spaces for me it's it's natural. You know, it's, uh, for me, it's okay. You know, I don't see any sort I, of... I mean, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But yeah, I think it's normal. You know, it's like um, in Copenhagen, uh, I don't know if they do it anymore, but uh, before when I was writing my thesis, I used to go to this cafe. And on Sundays, I didn't know, but it must have been something like that. It must have been some sort of uh, mom gatherings because it was all moms or all, all women or women, sorry, with babies. And then it was like a, it's like a, it was like a kindergarten, you know, and they were there with the tits out and feeding the baby. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, go. I mean, which is, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, 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 
it's very natural Sorry. and I love to see that and I mean I love to see that it's not that I want to see it but you know it doesn't bother me at all but when the kid is a baby if the kid is five years old or three or he has teeth I don't see the point and actually I think that it's very violent you know it's, it's something very violent for me to see no, but I saw I saw this woman doing it in London once, and the kid must have been like five because he spoke. I mean, he was able to speak, uh, and this woman, you know, she just puts her teeth out, and then she's feeding her son, which is it's okay. But you know, I thought it was like a little bit like what you know, but right. he's five; he I'll... can have a cappuccino now, no? I mean, I... <laughs> maybe maybe that's what he does. Maybe he size shit up. <laughs> he gets the milk oh. in the mouth and goes like. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is very controversial because probably some women there they feel very offended oh. and they feel like they have the right to feed their baby until they until it's fourteen. Everyone, years old. yeah, but everyone has the right to say what they want as well. You know, that's yeah. what that's what we're going to talk mind, about today. I don't mind, but I have to say that that makes me feel a bit violent, to be honest. You know, when when the kid is able to speak and when they have teeth on their mouth, I think that that's a little bit like, well, do you do you see Game of Thrones? Yes. Did you see Game of Thrones? There was this. I don't remember the name. Sorry. But it was this woman who was living in this castle and his son. And there is this scene that is exactly like this, you know. And and he was like probably 11 or something. And then oh, yeah. he was like, I'm hungry. And then she takes the, the teeth oh. out and then he starts. To, and I thought, oh, my God, you know, this is so weird. And I, and, I, and this is something that makes me feel very violent. I'm sorry. It's just like, it's like it's my every, boyfriend. It's like every every man's dream. I'm hungry. Yeah. And then the woman just goes, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, you know, I, no, it's different. You know, sorry. We shouldn't joke of about this. Of course it's different. So oh, my yeah. <laughs> Why do you feel bad? It's a joke. Anyway, right, 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 right. Let me, let me, let me, let me say, let me, right. I'm going to say another little story about breastfeeding now. I was in Western Union in Panama, right? And guys, if you don't know, Panama is beautiful, nice beaches, lovely weather, but it's extremely backwards. Okay. So in, in a lot of ways, and that's kind of okay in some ways and in other ways it's not, but in my, this, in my opinion, so I was in a Western Union. I had to get some money. I think my sister sent me some money for something or something. That I can't remember. So I had to get the money. There was a woman breastfeeding her baby and it was packed. The Western Union was fucking packed full of people. And she was breastfeeding her baby in the, in the place. And no one noticed this was even, even going on. Like no one even paid any attention, you know, like, and this guy just came in. He must have been about 55 and he's, he just started swearing at this woman. Like he started like swearing at her, like, like obviously in Spanish, but he was going like, Hey, what are you doing? Put your tit away. Like, don't, no one wants to see that here. Like we're in a public space. Like don't do that. And everyone just like turned around, you know, it was like a silent Western union turned around and they were like, what is this guy talking about? Like, why is he even, why is he even saying this stuff? And he would not stop. He would not stop. And, and the security, it was the most awkward situation because the security in these, in these places is not like a big guy. It's like a little like 25 <laughs> yes. year old guy. And he was like, uh, por favor, señor, no, por favor, no dice cosas así porque eso es un lugar público. It's like a public space. Da, da, da. And the guy hits him. Sorry for my Spanish, anyway. All you Spanish speakers out there. I'm, uh, what am I going to do? I'm English, right? So the, the thing is, the. We the, can carry on in Spanish. Let's carry on yeah. in Spanish. <laughs> we, we can talk in Catalan. And then no, I'll, uh, I'll, Catalan. Uh, Galician, Galician, please. 
I don't understand Raquel's Galician at all. Just so you know, <laughs> when Raquel when Raquel found out that I spoke, just we were talking about this a little bit before. But when we when she found out that I spoke, or well, I I speak Spanish, but I understand way more. I understand one hundred percent Spanish, basically ninety five percent. But when Raquel talks, I it goes down to like thirty percent. <laughs> This is because and my language is uh, highly intellectual. I'm very yeah, <laughs> elaborate. Level. No, it's because it's that I think it's hard to understand, especially. But sorry, sorry, carry on with the, the story. Mm. So the, what happened with the? That's card? it. Sorry, I was just having a bit of smoothie. And uh, the guy, the, the 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 guy, the, the security guard, let, like told the guy to go, and um, and that was it. You know, it was the end. But it was just, it was awkward because it was like. He was talking about God, the guy who was like complaining. It was like almost like he, he, she was offending God by showing her breasts. Wow, public. that's heavy. And, and it was, it was, you know, I felt so sorry for the girl because it was like, she had a baby, like a little baby, like what one. It was a tiny, it's just, I, I found it like really annoying because I wanted I to go to... up to the guy and just be like, mate, you are so stupid. You are just go, just fuck off, you stupid moron. Like, you know, because it's like humiliating someone for doing some, like the, probably like the most natural thing. Yeah. I would have understood it a bit more if the child was 11, but the child wasn't yeah. 11. You no, know? no, I think it's a baby and of course you need to feed the baby. And and I think it's, it's something, but it was debated, you know, it was debated for a while because I remember when I was living in England, they were discussing like breastfeeding in public places. And I was like, who can feel offended? I mean, yeah. I understand that some people feel a bit violent, but then you don't need to look, you know, and, and then, yeah. uh, I mean, who? I remember when I was working in Costa Coffee in Waterstones in Cambridge, you know, there was a girl who came and she asked me if she could best breastfeed her baby. And I was like, uh, yes. Yeah. And then I asked my boss and I was like, is it, is it forbidden to breastfeed babies in, in, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just feeding, you know, I have to watch people drinking coffee. I might feel like some people, they don't yeah. even know how to drink because they, they, do that you know and it disgusts me you know <laughs> oh, so so does it actually it really makes me nervous you know i have to say my father when he uh, eats soup or something you know he does this sound and honestly sometimes it's just like i cannot stand it it's just that it goes to my to my it, it rotates the shit out of me maybe <laughs> said that, uh, women we we don't like uh, hearing these noises when people eat you know mm. also when i talk to my sister in the phone and when she's eating Sometimes, you know, I find it very, uh, it, it makes me very nervous, you know, I don't know why. It's, it's how stupid, no? It's just, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It just makes so me I nervous. Think I, you, you zoned out then a little bit. I saw your face, you like zoned out. You were like, why? <laughs> why, why do I feel like this? I was just, I was just uh, you know, I, I remember I was looking at my father, like I think it started when I became a teenager, you know, and all my hormones went crazy. And then I just had to be angry at something. And then I decided that I had to be angry at my father making noise when he was eating soup. <laughs> but I was just looking at him and I was like, can you please stop it? Once I said it to him, I was like, what? Does he and stop? Like, did, did he stop? Or did he no. say, what are you talking no. about, Raquel? <laughs> no, but since then, I'm just trying to, you know, just, 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 yeah. But I mean, it's just something. But yeah, I mean, we were talking about all this because I think we were saying that we should discuss like why people feel offended so easily. I mean, why why do we feel offended so easily uh, when we live? I mean, I mean, I mean, I I wanted I wanted to talk about this really because I wanted to like kind of think about the last podcast and how I felt because I because it was weird. I felt like um, I mean, maybe people don't give a shit about how I felt, I and mean, that's understandable. Like, you don't know me. But, but explain like, a little bit why we were. Yeah, I like, mean, like um, 
Well, basically, you know, we had this conversation and um, during the conversation at the beginning, I, I wasn't thinking about anything really. And I wasn't like too conscious of what I was saying. Then about halfway through, I started like really feeling like I couldn't say what I wanted to say. And then afterwards, I was just like a bit anxious, but okay. And it was the next day. What happened is uh, a friend of mine told me that she was going to watch it and I uh, listened to it. And I started thinking about all of the things that we had discussed previously, like all of the, all of the previous week's podcasts and how like we, like society is kind of like monitoring, you know, free speech and what we say and how we say it and being put in boxes and, and uh, cancel culture and all of this shit. And I just started associating all of that with what I had said in the podcast and it was fucking horrible. Like I, um, I wouldn't like, I, cause I think depression is a strong word. I didn't feel depressed, but I felt um, in anxiousness. If, if like the top anxiousness was like 10, I probably felt like an eight. And it was all because of this, this idea that I felt like I was like an idiot. It was, it was weird. It was like, I never feel like this, right? Well, I do sometimes like, no, Sometimes I say things and I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have said that, right? But it's never like self, like deprecating. Like I'm not, you know, I don't ever, I don't beat myself up too much, right? But it I was beat, because, I put, I put, yeah, yeah, it, 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 I, I, I push myself, but I don't beat myself up. And what happened with this episode is that I started listening to it again, like, and started listening to some of the things that I said. And instead of like listening to it and thinking, do I feel this way? I started listening to it from the perspective mm. of, of the idea of someone who would hate what I said. So yeah, I would, I, so it was, so it would be like, I was imagining that let's say not like consciously imagining, but I think subconsciously imagining that I was like a, a really hardcore uh, left wing uh, feminist. Right. And who had like an agenda against like maybe um, men, I started thinking about it from that perspective and her listening to my words and basically being like, this guy is a fucking asshole. And it made, it made me feel terrible because I, I don't, firstly, I don't want, well, the many points to this, like, I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but I also don't want to suppress how I feel. And, and if I'm being honest and, and people are going to react in a very aggressive, like kind of judgmental way to things that I say, then that is obviously not going to make me feel good. And, uh, and you know, this was all a creation in my own head. I'm not saying it did actually happen, of course, but it, but I think this was a, a result of much thinking that I've done, like a lot of thinking about this subject and like discussions that we've had and, you know, so that's-, that's I think that, that that must be, uh, I mean, yeah, that must be a general feeling that people, uh... I don't know younger people, uh, but that must be a general feeling that people is feeling <laughs> these days, especially when they express, well, sorry, when they express their thoughts in social media. And I think it's an enormous pressure to show only the nice side of you, or it used to be, I don't know if it is changing, I hope it is, but I think there is a pressure of giving an idea, you know, when you put yourself out there, it's just giving an idea of who you are more than being yourself, you know, and, and, and then it's also, um, I think it's very, um, 
oppressing, to feel bad because of what others might think of of you for 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 the opinion that you just express. I cannot say express, but uh, you shouldn't. I don't think that you said anything uh, outrageous. You know, we just were having a, a debate on. Uh, yeah, feminism and uh, yeah, just uh, everybody has an opinion and, and this is a very hot topic these days. Uh, so, you know, if I, I could tell the same to you, you know, I could I could tell you like, okay, maybe I had said some things that if a hardcore feminist listens to what I said, she should say like, honestly, woman, shut up, you know? And the, the thing is that I don't, I don't really care because it's my opinion, you know, and um, as, as, as I, was, uh, I explained you, uh, a few days ago, I was watching this uh, documentary from Martin Scorsese with uh, Fran Lebovich. It's called uh, Pretend is a City. I, I, thought, I found it super entertaining, actually. And in one of the episodes, I don't, I don't remember in which one, but she's saying that because Martin Scorsese is asking her, like, uh, you are a very opinionated person. And she was like, yes, I am. And, she was, and he was like, did you get in trouble? Or, or I don't remember exactly. But she said that um, that for her it was not a problem to have opinions, you know, and that yes, some people have confronted her and asked her like, "What do you say these things? You know, they are very dangerous, you know." And and people they just felt offended because of something that she said, and she was like, "Chill, you know, not the stress because I have no power whatsoever. So I'm just expressing an opinion, and you of course have the right to feel offended by it, but you should be completely relaxed because I have no power to." Um, let's say that I say that I want women, you know, as an example, to control the world, you know, and I want women to take uh, control and I want them to punish men. Like, you know, I don't know, like, I mean, which kind of power do I have to make that opinion uh, binding, basically? I have no power whatsoever. And I don't have the, the loudspeaker either to give, you know, to make my message uh, reach uh, a lot of people, I think. But even you know? e even if you did, even if you did, it should be okay that you say what you think. It should be okay, and I presume that people who is listening, they also have their their mindset uh, and they have their opinions and they have their own view of the world. So they receive my opinions, you know, from a, a open mind, of course. But also, I, I hope, you know, I, I mean, it's not my responsibility if someone out there has not like uh, a well furniture mindset you know it's like i listen a lot of podcasts uh, i try to get different opinions on a, on, a, on a subject that i am interested in and it doesn't mean that everything i absorbed i replicate you know and i believe yeah. like to the core you know yeah. i just listen and i can agree or i can disagree but you know i would never but you know i mean you know you know it's funny because uh, since since the podcast like a couple of female friends have like just messaged me and stuff and and i've mentioned the 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 the, the theme of the podcast that we that we spoke about and, last um, week i mean yeah 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 and uh, i sort of said like i just mentioned like my view right like like why i feel the way i feel and uh i have noticed that it's a subject that people are afraid of they don't want to touch it yeah especially with men i think like women i think uh, i don't know if this is true right but and and again i don't mean this just with the feminist stuff this i think when we talk about this issue 
really we're talking about a larger issue and it's 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 all about you know putting like kind of putting yourself in a box and if no if the, if another person is in another box it's like they're your enemy or something and, mm. and well, like, I so, <laughs> yeah basically and and it's like the there's a weird analogy boxes i could have just said polarization but the, oh, yeah, the, that's how it works. Yes. The, the, it's like, it's like, so I mentioned it and it wasn't like there was anger or um, anything like that. It was almost just like an immediate, like, disinterest in, in what I was saying. And, and not, I wasn't rambling and I wasn't sending a voice note. It was like written message. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know, again, like, it's, it's interesting to think about whether that was just me being being paranoid about the issue which is also a, something in itself or was this actually a thing because it could be both i i feel it could be i think that i think that people they feel you know it's, it's a very uh, yeah uh, I think that some people they feel very cautious about expressing an opinion on this specific subject which i think that out there there are so many other subjects that they are much more uh hot not hot topic, sorry, but delicate topics, you know, like let's talk about racism, uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, multiculturalism, Brexit, you know, all, all these things, you know, I think that they are also very uh, delicate subjects to to start a debate on. Um, but, but feminism, it does, you know, but I'm not scared of uh, expressing my opinion. And, and I have to say that I lost a friend not, not a friend, you know, but I, I, I stopped uh, messaging with this guy I knew uh, because once we started to have this conversation and I just posted something in my Facebook. I mean, I post it because it's something that I'm thinking of, uh, some subject at the moment, you know, and then I just put, like, I, I don't even remember what it was about, but probably it was something feministic and anyway, and then this guy, he jumps in my Facebook and he makes a comment. It's not that I attack him or anything, you know, I just was expressing an opinion yeah. in my Facebook. And then he came and then he said like, uh, you know, uh, well, and he was attacking, you know, and he was saying that now uh, men, uh, they are being uh, also very uh, deprived from rights. And, and this is very dangerous because what, we, what women want to do is just like, you know, smash them and stuff like this. And I was like, I don't think that you really understand what feminism is, is about, you know, at least the, the feminism in, in which I believe in it's more about equality, you know, and getting better conditions for everybody. I think that what you are talking about is a disgrace and, and no man should be, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> treated like that. Um, no man should have been um, put down because, you know, if you have two kids and then if you get divorced and then everything's going to be for the woman and no, you know, we need to achieve equality here. So I'm very sorry that you feel like that. And I'm not saying that we should do that. I mean, at all. And then anyway, he carried on, but he was so angry, you know, and then when you come to me like that, and then of course I'm going to reply to you. And then he said, some, I mean, it was, it was a ridiculous argument, right? But then it, it ended up, uh, he sent me this video, YouTube video of this crazy woman. Sorry, but she was, she's, she's fucking crazy. And she, she appeared in YouTube saying that uh, men, they should have, uh, they should be castrated, right? And then I'm sorry, I was laughing and I was like, where did you take this video from? I say, this is feminism. And I was like, no. And no. I was like, this is a crazy woman saying an obnoxious thing. You know, this is not feminism. This is someone, this is a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, what are yeah, you talking yeah. about? 
And then he was like, no, because this is what women want to do. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, anyway, now that if you know, if you know, if, if you want to take this discussion further, let's please tell me a country, name me a country in the world where it's legal for women to do that to a man. Just, just give me an example of a country in the world. And then he was like, that's not the point. And I was like, no, it is. It is because I can give you a few examples where women get sexually um, castrated, not castrated, how do you say, um, mutilated, you know, and it's legal and it's been practiced. In 2019, that was two years ago. And I was like, so I can give you a few examples of countries in the world where this uh, sexual mutilation against women is being practiced, you know? And I also can give you examples where women in the world, they get stoned to death or they were, you know, and I was like, but this is like, a, it doesn't make any sense. This conversation, you know, but before 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 we we start talking today, like I saw, I was listening to a podcast. Um, let me let me find the name. But basically, there was a it's something I listen to every now and again. But there was a comedian uh, called Bridget Fetasy. Yeah, and she, but she's smart. You know, she's a very smart woman. She was talking about like uh, this this idea of feminism, and she says that she said that she feels she's she basically said this now i'm not saying i share this view but this is what she said she said that there's women uh that are part of this movement that seem to want to complain even though in western society for example in the united states women have it better than they have ever had it ever in the history of the world right yes. and instead of concentrating their focus on helping the women in countries where they're, for example, like uh, they're castrated, right? The focus is on like focusing on this minutia in, 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 in inequality within their own lives, within their own society. And so she said, this is what she said. She said that she feels that that is the energy focused in the wrong place and if and i agree i do agree with that but also like it's interesting because it, the idea of feminism is inequality for all not inequality for your particular social group you know and and that women are, are, sec are separated it's not like not you, you can't go like all women are together because that's not true no. there are there are different types of women in different types of uh, circumstances just like men just like people just like race just like all of this stuff so it's kind of almost like uh, I think men men are obviously guilty of this as well in other in other, with, with other subject matters, but I see it as being like slightly hypocritical and almost cowardly, like hiding behind this message of like I am like a social justice warrior. I want the best <laughs> for women, but really I'm not going to talk about the women that are being castrated in Sierra Leone or whatever. I'm only going to discuss the fact that, for example, like um, this man suggested one day that like me and him go for a drink. You know, that that yeah. that's fucking crazy. I'm sorry, but that's yeah. crazy. Record. Like I, I and I am um, and that's so I'm going to stop now. But like that's it's not that I don't believe that there should be equality is that I feel that there's a hypocrisy with with yeah. with some of the movements some aspects of the movement, yeah, but, but all some points yeah yeah of course i mean uh, you know we were discussing this in the previous podcast that there is not feminism is not like a monolithic 
ideology. Of course, there are several uh, different uh, uh, opinions on how feminism yeah. should be. So there is not a monolithic uh, um, ideology. Basically, you know, it's uh, uh, people understand it in a in different ways. You know, and I think I enter in this discussion with this guy. Because what I cannot accept is someone who comes to me and shows me a random video of a psychopath woman, in this case, who says that feminism mm -hmm. is about castrating men. I mean, I'm sorry, but I need to I need to reply to yeah, that because I'm true, like, yeah. Yeah. you're not understanding feminists, right? You know, and if you haven't read anything, if you are not listening to what we are trying to say here, uh, then you just decided that that's the position that you want to have. And that's fine. And then, I mean, my role in here is like, just accept your opinion, but don't expect that I will ever agree to that. You know, I'm just trying but, to tell you that maybe you are wrong. You know, maybe you I am play, wrong. Play, playing the devil's advocate, do you think that the same could also apply to uh, women who would use an example uh, of men who do some terrible things to women, for example, who, for example, a man who hits a woman or beats a woman up or whatever or mistreats a woman? And they're held up as an example of like yeah. what they're fighting for because the, the, it's the same thing, you know. The man's held up the example of a woman, but no, who is saying I don't to think straight men. Yeah, but I don't think Richard, because in this case, again, I will give you the same answer that I gave to him. Name me a country where women legally, I mean, where men are, you know, when it's a penalty, you know, it's a penalty. You do something, and then the government, ruled by women, decides that men should be castrated for this. Uh, there is none. There is none. But then, unfortunately, we live in a country, for instance, in Denmark. 11,400 women get raped per year in Denmark. So, you, you know, it's not it's not things that we are just making up, that we are just saying, like, oh, crazy men are going around raping. And, of course, not all men do that. Thank God. But it's something that, yes, you have to say, and then you have to speak up. And you have, because this is not happening in in in. in uh, I mean, sorry, I don't want to mention any other country, but this is not happening in countries outside Europe. You know, it's happening in one of the most advanced countries in Europe. 11,400 women get raped per year in Denmark. So, so it's a huge number, I think. I get it. I get it. I get it. I agree. I agree. And it's, I was, you know, I was just watching the football and the, <laughs> the, the, the commentator said, he was talking about the, the movement like the, the, mm. the Black Lives Matter movement, racism and all of that type of stuff. And he said something which I actually thought was quite profound. Like he was like, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the football players are saying like, this isn't making any difference whatsoever. And what's the point and all of that type of stuff. But you also have to say that the, the, the movement itself keeps the attention on, on the subject. And so if it does happen, which it has happened since, the players no longer feel like they have to be quiet and they, they feel like they can speak up. So it, when he said that, I was like, you know, it makes sense and, and it's correct. But yeah. with that comes the other side of it, which is that yeah, people, um, people are almost like guilty before, uh, before any other thing is, you know, it's almost like they're instantly guilty. Hmm. And because, because, because these types of subjects are so, um, kind of like socially taboo it creates a lot of anxiety and a lot of confusion amongst everyday people like so so this is a result of why I last week felt the way I did because yeah. because it's almost like if someone dislikes something I say 
and they decide and they have a platform so uh, uh, basically a platform on social media and they decide to attack me i am guilty i i have no uh, way of defending myself i have no way of explaining my words and i'm just guilty and that could ruin my next uh you know couple of years it's a big fucking thing and so it, so it there's is, a, it is. Different. Yeah, I'm. Mean, yeah, I'm not saying. And uh, yeah, I say that. I of course uh, understand what you are trying to say. And um, yeah, and this is the the fact that whatever you say is it can be taken out of context. It can be descontextualized, and then people can actually use it in a different. You know, the 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 fact that you say something now it doesn't mean that you don't have the right to change your opinion, or to formulate it in a different way tomorrow. Or I mean, uh, if I am saying. Okay, this is a little bit difficult, right? But but yeah, I understand that when you see something in a platform like this and people listen to this without knowing any sort of background or where, where you come from or who you really are, you know, they might think, I don't know, like, uh, okay. Well, they think what they want to think. This is the thing with people. They, yeah. they don't, they're not going to analyze who I could be, they analyze what what is, what is more said. in line with their own. Yeah. No, they, they analyze what I say in line with their own beliefs. So if yeah. I say, if let's say I go, um, like, I don't like the color black, right? And it's someone who's is very like, you know, interested in that. It's, it's a crazy example. But let's say I, go, I don't like the color black and someone yeah. is all about being like, uh, equal, they could go, he doesn't like the color black. Does that mean he's racist? Literally <laughs> something as as crazy as that. Even though yes, I've got black on right now, guys, I love black. But what I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it it's happens. crazy. Yeah. It happens all the time. it does and happen. The question, yeah, and the question is, why do you think that this is happening in our society? Why? <laughs> why is people taking uh, things to the, to streams? You know, like Because everyone's this, a victim. Is... Everyone's a mean? victim. People, uh, I, th I feel that we have we're like, we're like a spoiled baby, a spoiled trust fund baby. Uh, it's like, we're, we're like, we've been given everything. We have everything easier than everyone else has ever had it. And we just want to complain because things don't go away. And I think, I think that that's, I'm, I include myself in that, you know, I, uh, I, for, I, for a long time have, have, uh, I'm, I mean, I think I'm trying to work through it and stuff, but like I've always felt like quite disillusioned with with the way that the world is, and uh, often that has manifested in um, me blaming others for um, not sharing my own worldview, and uh, yeah. and and that's and that's impossible for people to do, and and that's very fucking spoiled to do that. Yeah. You know, like I, I I what right do I have? I, I'm not I don't, I'm not entitled to anything. Like I think yeah. It could be yes, yes, but I also think that it could be because you know if we if we get to expand on this, maybe it's because we are living more and more every day more and more in a customized world, and by customized world I mean that we consume news. Uh, maybe you know like uh, we we just see uh, the things that are tailored according to every time we click something, you know, then we will receive a lot of information from that subject, so on and so forth, you know. So, and then, you know, we just got a costume, we grew a costume to, um, to see the world the way we want to see it, you know? And when we are confronted by something that is not uh, the vision that we have of the world, then we instantly go nuts, you know, and we just snap. 
and I think that is so dangerous because for me it's not it's not yeah yeah we might have no problems and then we just make up this because it distracts uh, it, it, it distracts us from the real yeah. important. I think I think that's a great I think that's thing. a really really good point. I think it's a really good point. I've never thought about that, and I think you're right. But this is this is totally crazy. Why don't we just uh, realize that this is just so because it's very energy consuming also, you know. And and last last year, just sorry, last week we were discussing and Jack was saying like this, you know, the confrontation that you and me were having, not confrontation, sorry, the discussion that you and me were having. Um Jack said that it was really like um you know, like uh, setting is setting us off from the real important debate, which was like why? Are we doing this you know when probably we are just missing the point you know we are just getting hooked into all these small differences but i think that yes i i, I think that he's right of course but i also think that we need to debate these little points in which we don't agree also it's important because we cannot jump from zero to 100 and yeah. pretend that everyone gets to 100 instantly because some people is like in minus 20 actually <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's no but that's right and it's like um i mean i don't want to use like the term awakening but i'm going to just because i don't know another term right now to use to just to sort of like signify what i'm trying to say but like it is like a people people do need to wake up you know and what else you call that other than other than an awakening because it's it's like you know, we can sit here debating about all of these issues, but it's a men it's a mindset and a mentality. And um, I think that what happens is that people do not want to come. They're not ready. Like a lot of people are not ready to confront this type of reality. No. And it, it manifests in all of this arguing. And I do think that we need to discuss these small points because I think it's the only way that people will realize that it's part of a larger issue. I think if we don't discuss these things, then how it's like, how can you get to the, how can you get to the core of the earth without drilling down? You know, it's like, you're not just going to like teleport yourself into the, into the main situation. You know, it's, it's, it's impossible to do that. And I think often people also people who, uh, maybe ha are in line with this sort of way of thinking. I think often these are people who um, have been through a lot of shit, you know, have, have experienced uh, a lot of negative situations where that they've had to overcome. Hmm. And, um, and then on the other side, they, they, they see things slightly more clearly. Yeah. Or they see the world black and white because it's very like that, you know, it's like uh, when people talk about, uh, you know, yeah, very, you know, we just simplify things because that's what we do in order to understand the world. We need to do it. Everybody does. Uh, but then the simplification is really actually like shrinking the picture a lot. <laughs> and then we just like really like the, the, the way we see the world is completely different. But maybe maybe that's that's how they want us to be. You know, they, they want us to 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 believe that there is no time to reflect on things more. And actually, you know, if you want to enter into in the debate with someone, they are like, oh, I don't have time for this, you know? Nobody has time to discuss the really important things, you know? And I'm like, it's very frustrating because, and then people is like, yeah, but what do I care about this? Because I have no power anyway. They will do whatever they want. And I was like, who are they actually? Because, they, you know, yeah. who, who are they? You know, and, and actually, you know, if we are living in a democracy, 
uh, you have a lot of power actually because uh, you are voting you know you are exercising exercising your right to vote so if they have the power they you know uh, it's because you give it to them so they is you isn't it they is you like you know looking on the outside is you know the cliche yes. like what's on the outside is what's on the inside and i think that that's actually real like you know like when you say when someone is defensive and they say they what that means is you're literally handing over your power and you're saying they when you have the power to take your take control of your own actions and what you want and if we do that as a collective then i bet exactly. we see a reduction we see a reduction in all of this they shit and that's yeah. what i'm saying like victim this victim victim behavior yeah so yeah even we have victimized your eyes and it, and it's and it's and it's a uh, and it, even though it's um something that won't change uh, in like overnight it is something that is a process but just like anything just like anything everything takes time you can't you people can't expect for these for these people for everyone to wake up all of a sudden like in in the space of a year like a year is like a fucking blip in human history it's like nothing it's like ugh, whatever that sound was you know but like you know yeah if that like, in terms that would be like a, a, a fucking like symphony and like the 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 i don't even think i'm making any sense now but you know what i'm saying like it's it's a long thing it's a long thing and and i think everyone is just getting impatient and frustrated and yeah i think we it's need one to steps and things are changing very very fast very fast you know i am uh, you know i like history and i read history and i feel like kind of uh, i really envy people who was born in probably the 1930s even though they had to go through a war and the, but you know i envy them for the reason that maybe when they were born they live in a world that was stable kind of you yeah. know but for us it, that's gone you know and uh, from one day to the other a lot of things are happening you know i have no idea how the world is going to be i mean you know when you go to a job interview and they ask you where do you see yourself in 10 years and i'm like looking for water yeah. <laughs> i think that's going to be my answer for my next uh, job interview whenever i have one but you know i'm yeah, gonna be like cool. where do you see yourself in five years time i'm like looking for water or yeah. maybe look you know i will apply to nasa i will donate I'll all the money mars. i have yeah <laughs> <laughs> because if we are building something on Mars, please take me there. Yeah. And, and, and that's it, because, you know, I think it's, it's, you know, the other day I heard that in the US, this is crazy, 40% eh? of the population is suffering from anxiety due to this, this COVID thing. But this oh, is crazy. It, well, it's because they're unhealthy. That's the reason. Well, whatever, whatever it is, you know, but anxiety and depression, 40% of a country of 300 million people, that means like 100 million people, more than 100 million people is, is going depressed because of this yeah. situation. It's, it's, but you know, it's but, show, sorry, sorry. No, no I, sorry. I just wanted to say that, yeah, I've been listening to Russell Brown. Sorry. <laughs> but I think, no, no, he, he's, I think he's right because he was saying like constantly, you know, for the last year and for whatever is left of 2021, we are listening all the time that we need to save the economy. We need to save the economy, you know, and then carry on and, and be strong and then endure this and blah, blah. You know, but they are not saying like, you know, a lot of families, uh, they, 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 they have nothing at the moment, you know, and I'm thinking like, who is thinking of these families? I mean, and this is like, it's more important to save the economy than to save your well-being. That, 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 I, I don't understand because they are just like uh, some people is, 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 is really stressed at the moment because they know that uh, they have no jobs, you know, and this thing, it cannot really last 
forever, you know, and and still we don't. I don't think that we are really tackling the issue that people is getting stressed out uh, because something is going on, and then this. I mean, I don't know how this is going. This this is like a huge bubble, and I really can't wait it for explode. I mean, for it to explode because it's a lot of tension. It's a lot of tension already. You know, twelve months of tension, and it's still going on. And then I am not listening to 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 to, to things that make sense from our leaders. I mean, you know. Yeah. Please, I mean, our you know, leaders, you know, if you, you are know, listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they, 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 you know, let's be real. They don't give a shit. So you know, they're not gonna like they're 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 they're, they're not these leaders. They're looking like it's the same. It's like everyone's looking out for their own agenda, even though maybe they care. The fact is that like their salary is is gonna arrive every single month. And if they follow the line, toe the line, you know, then they still have their job and, and they can look after their own family. That's what that's that's essentially what it is. That's how the system works. If it, if it wasn't like that, then, you know, the world would be a different place. I think that obviously there are outliers and there are some people that are willing to try to break the boundaries and try to change things. But I think generally, you know, like if you go into politics, it's pretty comfy. You know, you, you have your little mates and. You know, you get your nice salary and you go to these events, which are nice and everyone like praises you <laughs> and thinks how successful you are. And you, you feel your little power because you can go and like take issues to, you know, but the reality is no, no real change is going to come about through uh, talking to our political leaders. It's just not going to happen. Mm. Like, it, I don't think it's ever happened that way. So no. I think that, I think that, um, you know, I think that, and I'll, but I'm also going to say this. I think the people need to take responsibility. I think it's all well and good saying, you know, no one is thinking about these people. No one is thinking. And it's like, yes, I agree. No one is thinking about these people. But who should be thinking about these people, Raquel? It's a quiz. Yeah. Yeah, these people, people themselves. The people <laughs> themselves. They the need to be themselves. thinking about themselves. So if I haven't got a job, for example, what can I do? Is the answer zero? Yeah, but Richard, I think that this, no, 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 but I think that this is not like, uh, this is like a digital revolution. It's like the industrial revolution, right? It's yeah. like, I think, you know, the way I see it, it's like a lot of people is losing their jobs, you know? And of course, maybe, maybe we're not gonna see it like next year, but you know, we, we I mean, <laughs> it's like the digitalization of the world and a lot of jobs, the way we knew them, they will disappear. I'm not saying, uh, by the way, I'm not, I just want to quickly sort of bump in there and say, like, I'm not saying that I don't have sympathy. I'm not saying that. I, no, I understand yes. it's difficult. I understand it's very difficult. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that. I'm saying when your back's against the wall, no one's going to yeah. fucking look after you. you got to do it yourself. Oh. You can't yeah, expect mommy and daddy government to do it. You can't expect, you can't want that. That's not the way it should be. It's pretty be. scary shit because there's no way back. And I think that uh, they know it, you know, that like, it's like, okay. <laughs> and now they are saying like, now we need to be more green, a uh, green economy. It sounds so nice, right? It sounds lovely, but you know, green economy is not going to save the planet. It's just going to, you know, no. the money now is not going to come for, from fossil fuels because we don't have any more. <laughs> so, so they need to change uh, how do we move around? How do we produce electricity? How we... But this, of course, will always generate a lot of money. Someone is creating this, and it's not so clean as we think. You know, they just, of course. they just, just washing. You know, the the surface. But um, I mean, it's it's crazy, honestly. I think that, and this is scary. You know, and I think that people they have the right to disengage from this because otherwise, you know, if you're really, you know, 
if you, you, it's, of course, it's, it's only natural that you get anxious because you see in front of your eyes that the world is changing pretty fast, pretty, pretty fast. You know, before you could sense that something was happening, but you know, probably it was a change of 10, 20 years, 25, it was gradual, but this is not gradual. This is going to happen, boom. You know, this is like a fucking tsunami, you know, and, and I think that uh, people uh, is right to feel anxious. And it's scary a little bit, you know. And and yes, people is responsible. I think that yes, I agree. People should be responsible. But on the other hand, it's like, um, yeah. I mean, if you are not skillful enough, you know, for this revolution that is coming, like, what do you do? Well, you've got to learn. That's just the way it is. Like, I, again, like when I when I say these things, I don't mean to sound like an asshole. You know, because yeah, yeah, it's but... not. I'm not trying to sound like that. I don't. I don't have. I'm not like lacking lacking empathy or sympathy for people who who are in difficult scenarios. But but what the only reason I say these things is because what what other option is there? Could the government, the people that are supposed to look after you, are not doing it? So what are what what do you want? What what? It's like it's. Uh... I feel like people just want to hear. They want yeah. to hear what they want to hear, but what they want to hear is not the reality. The reality is yeah. governments aren't looking after you and you have to do it yourself. You have to. If you don't, you're fucked. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that leaders and governments and democracy. Oh my God, I've been saying this. I think it's the fourth time I yeah. say it in this podcast. That's what we, we should believe. call the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we don't believe in democracy. But that <laughs> is true because now leaders, for me, they mean nothing. You know, the leader of the world is going to be Google, Amazon, uh, Twitter, whatever the, you know, all these. I think things. it's going to fall. I don't think so. I think I think it's going that way for sure. But I just don't believe that that we will all sit back and let that happen. I, I don't think so. I think. No, it's but then problem. we have a choice. We we have a choice as consumers to demand what do we want, you know. But when you have consumers that are completely like you know like zombies, uh, because at some point you know you become a zombie, you know, and and that's what we were discussing also the last podcast. You know, you are. A fish in the water and you are not aware of the water you cannot describe the water because it's kind of it's the water right. you know let let me but let yeah. me let me let me let me like put something <laughs> i think it's interesting so like you were saying like you know when we have consumers that are like uh you know and they don't want to see the reality no maybe you didn't mean it like that i meant it like that okay but like the <laughs> the, the thing the thing is that when you're when when things become difficult what happens is the strongest people rise to the to the top. The strongest, like not strongest physically or even <laughs> mentally, but maybe the most adaptable, yes, re resourceful like, people. Yeah. They 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 figure it out. They figure it out, and they are the ones that will have the head start. If this is like a reset thing, which it looks like it's kind of that way because everything's shut, so people are going to people are losing their businesses. So let's say that the, these resourceful people manage to build something from very little these people are the ones that will start attaining power and if they're resourceful and they have um like something in their brains then i don't think that these people these are the sort of subservient subservient people that are going to allow google and companies like that as a whole as a collective i don't mean individually i mean as a collective to just dominate like google were more likely to do that before the pandemic than after the pandemic. Because before the pandemic, no one was thinking about this seriously and they took a lot of power without anyone even knowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, that to be honest, that I I don't dare to to yeah to say how who will take you know because we were discussing this also like instead of having just one server you know of course if we are digitalizing the world you know someone has to provide those services you know and whoever does and whoever monopolizes then they will get a lot of power of course you know that's that's what power is about you know having knowledge you know and having yeah whatever you want to to translate knowledge in the money or whatever but you know that's that that gives you a lot of power and we tend as, as, as our our species is like this, you know, we tend naturally towards that, toward the survival of the fittest, yes, and then also to uh, accumulate things, you know, instead of instead of uh, dividing proportionally, you know, the resources that we have, no, some people they want it all, <laughs> but this is this is natural, this is our species, that's how we are. Unfortunately, I think, or fortunately, I don't know. Um, but this but is how do, we do, are. Do you just do you disagree with that? I mean, no. Like, I mean, I for, exa it's like... for, for example, like let's say someone is in a situation which is very difficult now, and they want the help of of, of society, and they're not, yeah. they're not willing to really do anything. Like like what what do you, do you think that someone's that's working that that wants to work really hard and create something to help others as well as themselves is uh, should have to basically submit. Yeah. To I the think people that don't want to. Yeah, this is a good question for me, <laughs> but this is just my ideology. I don't like yeah. to say this because I'm yeah, always okay, criticizing okay. ideology, but no, it's not my ideology. It's my my belief. You know, my personal belief is that if we have creative societies so rich, and so advanced, and so clever, and we manage to uh, invent amazing things, our duty towards people who doesn't have those resources for whatever reason, our duty is just to try to, um, to try to redistribute that towards the major number of people as possible, you know, possible, sorry. So, but this is my naive uh, view of the world, you know, that I think that if we have so much, no one should be just left behind. You know, we should find a way of trying to redistribute things better. And it's possible, you know, it's just that, of course, you know, as I said before, I am very aware that our nature is not like that. Our nature is just to keep things and accumulate. And the more you have, the best, the better, sorry. So did you see, did you see that story about um, this? Like, it's like, a, I, I don't know. I'm sorry if I sorry if I say something that's not, not real or true. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to give everyone like a, a vague outline. It's like this little shop. It's like a chain of shops where like you can basically trade in the shop and a lot of these people that were using this shop do you know what I'm do you know what I'm talking about yes 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 I've heard about and, and they and they like outwitted like wall street and then i saw this interview with like the head of uh, the nasdaq or something he went on yes. to cbs or some american news station and basically said that he wants more legislation which is like fucking crazy for someone in that position to be asking for legislation because the the lack of legislation is how they make so much money but that yeah. but it's not about the money it's about the power and so they're trying to take the power from the everyday person who is who is basically manipulating an already corrupt system yeah. for their personal benefit and then these people who have all the power are like oh no we can't let this happen the way to eradicate it will be to imply legislation and that's like <laughs> 
That's crazy, you know. That's communist, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what. That's why the U.S. They are so like paranoid with this. Um, but you know what happened in 2008? Everybody knew. You know, it was the abyss, the economic abyss. You know, and it was just that you know it started with greed because people who had five they wanted to have 20, and when you have 20, you want to have 800, and so on and so forth until you crash the system. And you know, this morning actually I was listening to to Russell Brand again. We are making a lot of uh, publicity to Russell Brand, but anyway. Um, oh, you are. I am. Yes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I found it very interesting because he was talking. Sorry, I'm very bad for names. So, but yeah, he was talking to these anthropologists. Is is okay. you know if you check in Spotify, is uh, I think it's the very last uh, podcast thing that he had, and he's talking to a woman. She's an anthropologist. And she was telling him the story of these two tribes from somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know this is this is this is real, right? And then there is this tribe who are like perfect. You know they are so amazing, so equalitarian. They treat, you know, uh, both sexes are equal. You know they are just playing with their children and being happy, and la la la. And then apparently, you know, they are just so uh, just a kind of a perfect society. But then uh, because they don't want to. Well, the, the other thing is that, of course, they live with next to another tribe who is very violent. And then, you, of course, you, the, the last one is self-awareness and parenting. Then the one yes. before that is it's that one. I think it's that one, the self-awareness. Philippa, Philippa, Philippa Perry is a yes. psychotherapist and author. She's married. Right. So she, that's interesting because she's married with Grayson Perry, who's one of my favorite artists. Yeah. OK. And he, yeah. Grayson, Grayson Perry is like a, he, he's a. Um, He's a cross-dresser as well. He like dresses a what? A cross, like a, a transvestite. Ah, okay. And he, he, but he like so in his everyday persona, he like he's a man, and then uh -huh. he like when he's like going to like awards shows and stuff like that, he dresses as a woman. Okay, interesting. And it's, he's really, and he's married to this woman, Philippa Perry. So sorry about that. No, thank you for that information. I mean, I didn't know them, but yeah, I, I thought that she was. It was very interesting when they were when they were discussing this. That she was. She said that on the one hand, you have this ideal tribe where you know amazing, you know equality, blah blah blah, and then next to this tribe, there was living another tribe who were just like more kind of violent, and then they are just like okay. Mm -hmm. So if you if your neighbor is someone like that who is going to kill you just to get your resources then it doesn't mean that your life, your idyllic paradisiac life is good because it's not. You need to defend yourself, you know? And then the other guys who are like so powerful and killing others to get the resources. Yes, okay, you will be you will be getting the resources of someone else, but your life is also shit. So, you know, in those two examples, they don't serve me. You know, even though the, I would choose the idyllic life where people is equal and la la la, but then, you know, wakey wakey because someone yeah. else is gonna come and, and, and kick you. And, and and she was saying, like, she said, like, probably the ideal society, it would be something in between. You know, you don't need to smash someone, but you cannot live in the... How about this? I just, had a, I just had a new world view, new world vision. So the, the, the <laughs> like, let's say, that, let's say that there's levels, okay? So you have a level, which is like the bottom level, where basically you're given your basic essentials, okay? Mm. You have the level above that where it's like you have the ability to attain more. Like, for example, you can open a small business. Hmm. Uh, you're given a certain amount of financial support hmm. and you also can earn more, but there's a ceiling to what you can earn. Hmm. Then above that, it's like you get no, no financial support. Hmm. 
but you can basically have whatever business you want, but you're left to sort of fend for yourself. And then at the top, you can like, basically you have zero and you actually life is harder, but there's no ceiling. So, so, but also everyone in those levels, this is crazy. What I'm saying is crazy. I'm, I realize, but like the, everyone in these levels has the ability to choose where they want to go. But to do that, you have to achieve something or you have to contribute something to society. So you can't complain because you, <laughs> because, because there is basically requirements. And if you don't meet those requirements, you do not deserve to have that particular level of uh, status or whatever. Because yeah. I think what happens at the moment, I, I, man, it's a fucking crazy idea, but I think it's a good <laughs> idea, actually. I would like to do it. So like, but, but, uh, but I think the problem in today's society is that there's a lot of uh, greed and basically, and there's a lot of people that, that have things and they don't necessarily deserve to have those things. And I think the problem also is that when you're from a like lower economic um, background, you see people with all of this money and we start going like, what about famine? What about poverty? What about distributing this money equally? You know, mm but we are not actually capable of doing that ourselves. It's like something that we want other people to do because they have so much. So we see it as like, almost like they are the ones that should do it, which is, I agree mm -hmm. that they are the ones that should do it. But then also how would we feel if we had that money? Would we, would we want to give to what we wanted to give to, or would we want to like, you know, do you no, know what I mean? But like, then, I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know, I know what you mean. You know, I live in Scandinavia, and that's like uh, it's called proportional taxation. You know, which means that uh, as you know, if you earn uh, fifty thousand, then you have to pay forty-eight percent. You know, and yeah, I mean, if you yeah, earn, that's in the like, UK, yeah. Uh, and I think I think that that's how. Honestly, I think that that's like a good system because it means that you know it forces everybody. It not forces, but you know it encourages everybody to be productive for society in whatever you do. And whatever you do is equally important for society, right? Because if you don't have a guy who is collecting the rubbish, you know, this would be a fucking disaster. So everything is is equally, it's not equally, this, I mean, it's not the same. All, all jobs are not all the same, but they are all necessary for our society, for living society. And we need to make sure that whatever you do, um, that every, all, the, all the levels of society, you know, they get at least, you know, they, 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 they get, uh, you know, public services, you know, you have like uh, free education, you have free hospitals, you have, so, you know, maybe you, you earn less, but, you know, all these services, they will be for free for you and for your family. And then if you earn a lot, then you have to pay a lot of taxes. So everybody in that society is kind of well off, you know, and, and I think that it should be applied to the rest of the world. And we should not, honestly, I think that it's, completely, it's a mistake from all of us to have allowed 2% of people in this planet to own everything, while the rest is having trouble to, you know, to get at the end of the month. I mean, not, not in many continents, you know, not in all the countries, but in some continents, it's just like ridiculous, you know? And, and hey, but, 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 the, but the argument from the people on the other end, Reco, and I can kind of see it, is like, well, everyone's free, you know, everyone's free to do what they want to do. And, it, and if you choose be. not to do it. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that's what I believe. I, I just, I, I kind of see the point as well. It's like, yes. if I really want to, if my goal was to have yeah. money, 
I have me being a, pr a privileged person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have the ability to go and do it. You know, I can I can yeah. go and I can study and I can meet people and I you know all yeah. of that type of stuff. If that was my goal, if I was driven to do that, yeah. I'm not driven to do that. But I feel that what what I was trying to say with this levels and hierarchy thing, because obviously taxation and all that that system exists. But what I'm trying to say is that it, to stop people feeling like they can complain as if their life is so hard because their life is their own choice. Like, so if you, for example, if you decide to be collecting rubbish, you know, you get many, many perks for collecting the rubbish, yeah. but you don't have the capacity to earn way more money yeah. unless you choose that you want yeah. to do that but and you have to actually like register. And yeah, but sometimes I, I'm not so sure about this choice thing that you say, because you know, my choice is working for NASA. Actually, I would love to go to Mars or to the moon, whatever, you know? And it's, this is my choice, but my brain doesn't allow me <laughs> because I, I barely can divide like 50 between two, you know? So, so you know, it's just like, it's just like my brain capacity is not allowing me. And and it's, it's like, I'm sorry, like, I don't agree. I, not, not a brief. Do you think that everybody can... Uh, can be wherever I think, they want. I, I think, I think, I, well, no, I think that people give up. I think, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, obviously, you know, you're not, I don't think you're born with the same, like, intelligence. Not everyone is born with the same intelligence. Of course not. Not everybody is 180. Course. Yeah, but, but I also believe that the brain, the, the mind works in a way which it, it puts, like, people have a, a le less tolerance. To, to doing things you know like i don't think that you can say that like let's say someone wants to be an astronaut how many people make it to actually be an astronaut probably a very very few of those people but also to to initially have the the need or the want to go and be the astronaut you have to have a certain type of personality probably if you're yes. 20 and you want to be an astronaut you probably have different characteristics to someone who is i don't know 10 and wants to be an astronaut yeah. and in that time between 10 and 20 things have happened and people have given up that's what yeah. happened it's not because but, they're not they're not intelligent enough yeah well yeah 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 but do I you mean, know what i'm trying I to say i don't know if you yes. understand what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah i do i do but then again yeah this is difficult i think that honestly like the system you know because Yes, of course, like people who has a lot, they might think like, why do I need to give my resources to people who doesn't want to do anything? <laughs> but uh, I don't think that uh, people, doesn't, I mean, I, I don't think that it's like a majority of people who doesn't want to do anything. You know, I think it's like few people who for whatever reason, um, very bad uh, conditions, whatever, you know, they don't have those uh, opportunities because I don't think it's a matter of choice. I think sometimes it's a matter of opportunity, you know, and some people, they might be like amazing, you know, but they don't have the opportunity to, and it's not so easy. This is, it's not America for everybody, you know, it's just, it's not like that, Richard. I think, I think that when you say uh, this, thing, I'm probably don't understand you properly, but when you say this thing about choice, like everybody has the, a choice, you know, to do whatever they want. And I don't really, you know, even though oh, I think uh, it's amazing, uh. To, to think like that because yes I, I i used to think like that and i was like yeah it's true you know everybody can do it you know when people was telling me like oh my god you are so brave you know you just went to this and i was like why don't you do it <laughs> but yeah. but oh 
can't hear you. Hello? No? Oh no! <laughs> oh my god, Houston, we have There you go, room. now I can hear you, now no. I can hear you. Yeah. Oh my god, Houston, is that, is that, this is like, okay, this oh idiot, she wants to be an astronaut, let's test her, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> I can imagine, I can, I can imagine you on the spaceship, like, there'd be oh a problem, god. and you'd be like, oh my god, Houston. <laughs> Wait, I have an image just, just on my back, and everybody's like, is this? Yeah, 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 oh my god, something funny's happening. <laughs> And they're like, it's behind you. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, you see, it's not a matter of choice. That's why I couldn't be an astronaut, probably, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to solve the, the, the sound issue with my computer. But anyway, let's not discuss this because, well, or let's, let's, but um, yeah, I, I think that, yes. No, I, I want to clarify what I mean. I don't mean that anyone can, I don't mean that, like, if you don't get to a place that you want to be, it's your fault. I don't mean that. What I mean is that everyone has their, everyone has, everyone is given a, a hand. Everyone is given a hand when you're born onto this planet, right? And there are things that are going to happen to you that are out of your control. And there are also things that are going to happen to you that are within your control. And you are the only one that is able to make the best of your situation. So if, so if you end up being in a situation that you are not happy with, I think that you also have to accept some responsibility within that. I don't think that you can blame that on everyone else. No, I, don't, I, don't, I personally don't believe that. I'm not talking about being an astronaut. I'm talking about, for example, like if you come, yeah. from, a, if you come from a place where, for example, you don't have access to a good education, like, especially now people have access to an education because you have access to the internet. Okay. Pretty much everyone in the Western world has access to internet. So you can go to yourself. Okay. But like, maybe I don't have that mindset or that mentality because I grew up in an environment where education wasn't encouraged. Okay. But that isn't no, that isn't anyone else's fault. Right. If you are, if you are intelligent enough to recognize that, then you are intelligent enough to learn. So you have to take responsibility to maybe not to learn, but to develop skills or to make the best of your situation. And little by little, like with the patients, you can build something. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you're going to go and be an astronaut, but like, but from, if you get to the age of 50 and you're complaining about how, like you never had any opportunity because of this, because of that, because of the, yeah. then I think, I think that it reflects something about your personality. You know, it, yes. you, you, that's what I feel like. I'm, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying yeah, so that everyone agree. in poverty is fucking like, you know, they deserve it. No, I'm saying that people can get out of that situation through, do, yeah. through, through doing different things. And another thing, one more thing, little thing, and I'm going to shut up, is like <laughs> the, that when you see people around you in a situation that you, don't, you do not like yourself, why would you choose to stay there? Like, yeah, I think it's, I, honestly, I think it's the wrong attitude to say, I have no choice. No, it takes a lot of uh, work. I think that nothing in this life, unless you are super lucky, honestly, <laughs> comes like out of the sky. You know, it falls, it falls from the sky and bah, there you have it. Yeah. 
I think I think that very few people is lucky enough to have had it like that. I think that even if you are like super clever or super anything, you know, uh, I think that you have to work. You have to yeah. work, you know. And all these people who are extremely gifted, you know, Mozart. Mozart was writing a. What did he write when he was five years old? Something. <laughs> Lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wrote his first. Um, yeah, he composed. Uh, I don't remember the word, but anyway. At five years old, obviously he was a genius, but honestly, he didn't fall from the sky. His father was a psychopath and he was torturing him to train and to practice like for hours every day. You know, so so yeah, the, the, the man was a genius and he had an inclination and he was skillful and he knew how to play piano and he probably he, he learned how to learn uh, music before he learned to speak. But you know, he trained a lot. You know, his yeah. father was a psychopath and he made him train like crazy. You know, so of course he was a genius, but his father pushed him, you know. Oh, actually, I just remembered uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's first ever composition was a dainty and balanced little minuet and trio in G major, Raquel. And it's way better than anything <laughs> by a five-year-old should be. Little bastard, you know, when I was five years <laughs> yeah. old, I didn't know how yeah. to put two Lego together, you know. Mm. I blame it on my I father, just, yeah. because if he had given me a little piano, and he told me, practice, practice, I don't know how to <laughs> But yeah, I mean, okay, probably it's a bad example. Mozart probably... No, it's a good example. But, but yeah, it's, I, feel that, I feel that everything that you do in your, in your life, I think it's important that you are passionate about it. Uh, but this, but this is the thing I was this this is going back to the thing I said like it's kind of interesting because it's an example of nuance so I could say to someone like oh you know you someone could be listening to me and I could be like people can do whatever they want to do right and someone who's really ambitious let's say or like I don't know have a has a mentality that's very like yeah I can do whatever I want they'd be like yes that's it that's the that's the spirit or whatever but then someone who maybe doesn't feel like that who, who feels like they, they, they have had little to no uh, opportunities for whatever reason, they could listen to what I say and be like, that fucking asshole, like why, he doesn't know how I feel. But then at the same time, there's nuance to what I say because there are many levels to that comment. It's not just like, a, you can go and be an astronaut, you idiot. You know what I mean? Of course I don't mean that. It's, it's like, a, it's like there, there are many levels and I think that that's the problem, you know. It's kind of interesting going back to what we were yeah. saying previously. I wonder also like if all this mess is because we have free will and we can actually develop and we develop so much and then we all make the same mistakes a little bit more elaborated probably but as human species you know we are just like giving the freedom to make mistakes and then to try to improve. Uh, I don't know if in the animal kingdom you know I, I was thinking of peace before or ants, you know, but bees, I, I, I feel fascinated by these animals because they have this social structure and they are born and some of them, they are soldiers, one is a queen and then the others are like lazy bastards, you know, who are just there. And you know, through all history, since bees came to be bees, they've been working like that. Yeah. Have you heard about like a bee revolution <laughs> in the planet, you know, because no. they but they keep on doing the same all the time and it works for them, you know, and it's like, so, so why, I mean... Who do you think the happiest bee is in the hive? I just have no idea. I mean, like, I wish, I wish I, I, I spoke the language because I'm thinking, like, do they ever think that, why do they have a queen? Uh, you know, I, I always think about this with animals, you know, because I'm thinking, like, but maybe we are the same, you know? We are animals, you know, human beings. Yeah, I animals. think it's possible. 
I think, I, I mean, I, I can imagine like the worker ants and the worker bees, like they're the ones that go to the pub, you know, after work and complain. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they do their work and they just fucking follow it, going in a line all day and then they go and have a beer and they're like, oh, what a day, eh? Imagine for the queen bee, you know, she just has to give babies all the time continuously. Oh my God, what a job. No, 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 no. But, but yeah, I think that probably we are the same with little variations, you know, a little bit more sophisticated maybe, or maybe not, because maybe bees, they feel that they are very sophisticated, you know, they are there in the, in the hive and they are like, oh, you're so sophisticated. You know? Do you think, do you think um, that bees know that they run the world? They run, I think, are they aware that they run the world? They, they, they are the ones who are they running do. the world. Actually, actually, they say that the moment that bees collapse, then yeah, we will weird. be fucked. Yeah. We yeah. are gone, you know, from yeah. this planet. So, so I hope they know that they are running the world. I hope they are working their ass off. <laughs> we shouldn't Trying be talking be... about uh, equality. We should be saving the bees. That's what we should be yes, doing. Yes, definitely. I think so. Honestly, I feel <laughs> very concerned about this, you know. We don't, yeah. Whatever they do, they should be just working their ass off. Just do whatever they do. Keep going. Well done. <laughs> should we yeah. start a hashtag? Hashtag save, save the bees. bees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could, we yes. could dress up as bees. Imagine, imagine the bee queen saying like, am I feminist enough? You know, because here I am. Just doing babies, you know? Nobody's doing nothing in this yeah, fucking yeah. hive. <laughs> so yeah, I don't Protesting. know. Yeah, I always no, think I of animals, you know, and if they, if they all, you know, yes, I don't know. I, I, guess I do it's as well. For them. <laughs> I fall over though when I do it. It's, it's, don't think, don't think about it too much. Exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, did go on, go on. You had a point. I was going to try and move on to the, to talking no. about anything else that you had to talk about. No, I don't have anything else to talk about. Just like uh, yeah. I was looking at the at the watch, and I was like, it's eleven o'clock in Denmark. Oh my goodness me. All right. Well, let's 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 cut this short then. Yeah, let's. We're not short because I think we've been talking for a long time. We need to dedicate this. Uh, we, we, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just. I, I think kind of. I think it's my fault. We just repeated a little bit what we have discussed in previous uh, podcasts. So I don't think like so. Recap. No, we didn't. Okay, good. Okay, we introduced the. We just introduced the issue of feminism in the hive. And maybe it's something that That's we it. explore. <laughs> so yeah, hashtag save the bees, everyone. Save the bees. That's what we're gonna. Maybe this is our purpose. Are the bees aware of the importance they have? You know, yeah, let's, yeah. let's just let's just stop talking about COVID, please. Let's start let's start talking yeah. about bees ruling the world. How important they are for us. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful animals. Yeah. Anyway, so um, insects. They they're animals. Are they animals? They're in are animals. Yes. Insects. Yes, they are animals. They yes. fall under the same umbrella. They fall under the same umbrella like us. We are vertebrate animals. They are, I don't know, invertebrate and they have little wings. And, and I'm really scared of bees, actually. And, and they are yeah. just harmless. But I think I saw this movie, My Girl, when I was little. And then this Macaulay Culkin is attacked by a hive. And then I was like so traumatized. Every time I see a bee, I think I'm going to die. You know, it's like, oh. I guess you say. I don't know. You I just, just gave me a, you just gave me a nice segue into the song into the, the finishing song. The finishing song, okay. 
yeah. because we're discussing less 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 what what were we saying <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't know i can't read your mind you know no, jack i, I guess Have we got the telepathy? Yeah, Jack can read my mind. No, I don't think so. But um, yeah, we need to say hi to him. He's not uh, recording with us hi. today. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. <laughs> I guess you said what can make me feel this way. my mind jack <laughs> no but yes uh, let's we were saying me and richard before we started to record the podcast that uh, we were going to dedicate a song do you have one yeah because you were not focused this entire podcast you were just like somewhere else no um, but you gave me at the end you gave me the info at the end sometimes you just gotta let things go you know sometimes yeah. you just gotta let it flow and okay and just see yeah. what happens and then you get this nice thing at the end you get the nice thing you want to see that's like hey everyone it's a nice surprise like it's a nice <laughs> surprise and then do i have to say the song that i want to dedicate to the entire world no i cannot How yeah i mean you can but i thought that i just done that i thought i was going to choose something tell me you you dedicate come on then because ah, no. so, we've got so one at the beginning and one at the end this is ah, fascinating okay. podcasting by the way <laughs> <laughs> so well structured i am in charge of structure as you can see this, this is, is horrible Anyway, like the, the last question I'm going, no, okay. Just one question, Richard, for you. And then we just uh, stop for today and we we will. No, but what was the song week. you wanted to dedicate? What was the song you wanted to dedicate? Yeah, I just, I just, you know, when I told you before we started the podcast, I just, this song came to my mind. I don't know why. I think it's because I really love it. And mm. I was like, okay, I, yes. And it's a uh, linger from the cranberries. Uh, do you have to let it linger? Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. No, I like it This is right. to the bees, to the bees who are running the world. But uh, yeah, uh, and then I also wanted to ask you something. It's very important, okay? And then we just conclude. All right. Or not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 go uh, on. Yeah, the question is, Richard, where do you see yourself in five years time? <laughs> Where do I see myself in five years' time? Oh, what a nice question. Obviously in a, obviously in a positive place, because I think it was a nice question. Um, I, I see myself in another country. I don't see myself in Panama. I think I'll have a family. And... I see myself being self-employed. Like I have my own uh, business and I think that I will be fucking happy. That's what I think. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> that's what I see. That's what I met. That's what I hope to happen. I think that's what, I mean, the alternative is I won't have any of those things. <laughs> then that would just be shit. No, I mean, uh, no, no, I'm joking. It wouldn't be shit. But that's nice. I mean, 
yeah, I mean, I have, I don't have any of those things now, and my life hasn't been shit. It's been nice. So, are you visualizing uh, this properly? Because they say that if you don't visualize it, then you don't get it. So you just need to. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I have. It's not like I want. It's not like I'm like trying to make it happen. I just, I just think that that's what will happen. I don't know. I just feel that because I, I think because I've been in Panama now for four years, and I remember where I was when I got here, and I remember my mindset, and so much can change in five years, um, and I. So I, I think because I have this experience of like drastically not like changing things like so well, well or anything like that but like i now have evidence of how things can change so drastically so i know that things are possible and then and therefore in five years if i have goals and i have things that i want to do um i can do it and so i think maybe i'll die you know maybe i'll die tomorrow <laughs> But you know that's that's uh, also very like uh, you remember what you were saying to me at the beginning of the week what your uh, kids were not your kids sorry uh, what your kids, kids, not, kids. <laughs> I'm already you know this is like five years don't later tell, don't Richard. tell anyone about the kids <laughs> time doesn't right. exist now we are in 20 uh, 26 you know? <laughs> yeah uh, maybe <laughs> I have to I have to reimagine my future because I completely panicked I was like I don't have any kids. Okay. It's too soon. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is my English. Like uh, I meant your pupils, you know, when you were telling them, like, um, oh yeah, to 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 make a drawing of the world, and then they came out with this crazy. So don't ask them again, you know, because that creates a lot of anxiety for me. But but yeah, it's it's a nice place to be in five years. You know, I I think that uh, is uh, wow. I'm really happy to hear that because most people they are like no I don't know or other people they are super analytical and they give you like a very precise picture of where they see themselves. This question. For I mean, me, what honestly, what what else is there? What else? I mean, let me hear your answer then. No, I mean honestly, no. I mean, when when I go to job interviews and they ask me this, you know, I go nuts and I just made. It, sorry, I shouldn't say this, but I just completely make it up. You know, I just tell what they want to hear. You know. But I have what no they want idea. I guess that they want to hear that you see yourself like having uh, given, uh, you know, the maximum of your capacity in the company, and that you, you you see yourself fitting in the role, and then maybe just having learned a lot, you know, but also having given and being like, you know, I don't know, you know, I just make it up. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes you know when I go to job interviews, it's like this is it's, it's like. You know, you have read my CV. I'm such a nice person, honestly. I like working in teams. You know, I'm very efficient. <laughs> I'm very responsible. Honestly, don't make me do narrative and literature because yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. right and I have a blog, you know, so there go, go there for fiction. But yeah, asking that, asking that for me is a lot of pressure, honestly. It, it is a lot of pressure. because The answer like, you just gave is, I would hire you if you gave the answer to me. The, the what like if you ask me this, uh, you look at my see look at my cv i'm a nice person i work hard i love working in teams and i write as well and i've got a blog and you know yeah. it says it there employ me i'm yeah. fucking great you know do that's i look the... like an oracle do i look like an oracle <laughs> <laughs> exactly. that's what you gotta do it's great i think it's but a yeah. great answer but yeah in five years time yeah i see myself looking for water and developing the car oh of the future God. you know with winds and um, like clean energy and uh, Probably I'm planting a carrot because that's the only thing you know, we'll have to go vegan and all this. So I see you somewhere. I see you in five years. 
Yeah, I wish I wish I you know I No, I I, I have an answer for you. I'm not going to tell oh, you, but if you want me, me to tell you, I can tell you. Yes, tell me. <laughs> I hope it's positive. Bastard. No, it's positive. <laughs> it's, it's, well, I don't know what to say now. No, it's positive. It's it's uh I think that you I think that you will not be doing what you're doing now for work. I think that I think that I think that you would have changed I think you would have changed career. Not because of what you do now, you don't enjoy it or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I think you I think you do enjoy your job and I think you're very good at it. But what I'm saying is I just feel that naturally you'll shift to something else. I think that you'll have like a nice living space which is very comfortable for you. I think I I, pro I think you'll have a partner. I think you have a partner. I think you have like a, uh, a really serious, a really serious partner, <laughs> like a like a. I think you have like a serious, like not a serious person, but like a serious partner, like someone who's like I'm serious about you, Raquel. And I think piano that there. Um, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Damn. Sorry, no, but maybe you could. I don't know what you could. Um, I don't know. You could. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I was going to say something extremely inappropriate then, but um, I was going to say you could adopt or something in Asia or something. But whatever. Anyways, oh, in Asia, <laughs> <laughs> could go and get like a, a replica. You know, he done a film called Replicants. Yes, I've seen. Oh my God! Yeah, we can make up. Can we do a podcast about Ken Reeves? Because you know, I've just been following his. I know more yeah. about him than himself. I mean, no, that's this a sounds good. So that is a good. That's a funny podcast. I would love to do it. No, probably he put like, like an, a restriction order from me. You know, because no, I'm not a psychopath, Ken. Or you know, it's just like I like him. I think he's a uh, very cool. Honestly, like act. Okay, I'm gonna say it. Actor wise, he's not my favorite actor. But who I think he's a really genuine person. Ken Reeves. Who, uh, who is my favorite actor? I don't yeah. know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's Tom Hardy, but Tom Hardy, you know, he, he distracts me because he's so hot that I cannot really like... He's a very good actor, but I really want to do a lot of things to him. You know, so when I watch his movies, I'm like, okay. You I know me know. and Tom Hardy have something in common? Who? You and Tom Hardy. British. <laughs> oh no, we got a couple of things. Oh, Hardy, there. Hardy. There you go. Are you related, Richard? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you related? He's my, he's my uh, yeah, he's my not so good looking like, <laughs> <laughs> doppelganger, name doppelganger. Obviously, Tom Hardy's. I don't, I don't know if I like him so much as an actor. I think he's too moody. It's like overly moody. It's like overly like a top. I, I think he's a fucking good actor. Don't get me wrong. Like I think he's a really good actor. But I don't like. I'm not warm to him because he's too moody. It's like he's almost like. I read something that he he. I think he's quite fucked up. Like he when he was younger, just like me, just like everyone. Everyone's a bit fucked up. But he yeah, had. Okay. I heard. I read that he had um, like drug issues and stuff like that. Yes. Yes. Like me, actually. Oh my god, we have so much in common. We have so much in common. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, where are you? No, no, it's like it's like it's no, but it's it's anyway, it's weird, right? But he but he he had like these drug and alcohol issues, and um, I think he was like, uh, I don't mean to talk about you, Tom. I'm sure you're never going to hear this, but he had like uh, he was very promiscuous as well, and he like floated between sexes yeah, and yeah. stuff. 
And, um, that, but he had it was kind of kind of dark that that situation. It wasn't like he just floated around between sexes. It wasn't like that. It was it was linked to the drugs as well. He was confused because he didn't know me by then. But it's his own fault. Yeah, <laughs> you have to take responsibility, man. No, no. I mean, I think that he's like a fantastic actor. But uh, I mean, now, okay, my favorite actor, shit. Uh, okay, I should got know. you. Yeah, you got Could me because I have a lot. Actually, shit, I have a lot. Let me think about it. I will talk about this. In All right, I'll get back, get back, get well, get back. Well, no, I'm going to give you time to think about it now because um, I'm going to tell you my favorite actor after I Google it. I'm going to Google my favorite actor. <laughs> yeah, who, what Google? Who is my one? favorite actor? Google Tom Cruise. Oh, it's Tom Cruise. No, no really? It's not Tom. No. no, 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 no. It's not Tom Cruise. Whatever Google I says is my favorite actor. Actor. Um, right, I'm just putting actor. Wait, wait, wait. Shit. God, why no no actors are coming up? What the fuck? You know, I have to uh, say, oh, he's, such a, he's such a cliche, but I'm sorry. I really like him. Leonardo who? DiCaprio. I mean, yeah, I, I, think my, good, I like him as well. I really, I, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, I really like him. And then, I don't know. <clears throat> Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's very good. Oh, my God. I really Joaquin like him. Phoenix. Fucking Phoenix, I love him. Yes, he's a great actor. Um, um, I, th I think of all the actors Bale. I'm scrolling at. Yeah, for me, I prefer Whacking Phoenix, but I like Christine Bale as well. Le good. I don't know. I, I would say it's got to be at the moment. I'm looking at all these guys. It's Whacking Phoenix. I like really? Al Pacino as well. Fucking hell, Al Pacino. I love Al Pacino. I think he's very good. Yes, of course, Al Pacino. Uh, oh my God. But that's no, cliche. I don't mean to. So many coming. You know, this one, who, who, what is he actually? I like him so much. Benicio del Toro. Yeah, he's fantastic. I love him. I, I, wow. You know, my brother's he? named after him. You know, my brother's named Benicio. after him. Yes? It's actually after, true. Yeah. After I, I called Toro. it. Yeah, because my mom and, um, it, and it's a weird story. Like, um, so we were thinking of names and I like the name Benicio. I know that in Panama and it's not seen as being a nice name, but whatever, I like it. Cause I like the actor. I think it's a cool, like really strong name. Benicio del Toro, it's a very strong name yes, for me. Like this. And, uh, and, but anyway, so, so I, I had that moment where I thought about that and my mom, they liked it. And, uh, but <laughs> Ben's real name is actually Aaron. His first name is Aaron, oh, but everyone Aaron. calls him Benicio. So his son, his first name is Aaron. His second name is Benicio, but everyone calls him Benny. I think Aaron, weird, I love it. Aaron, I think it's a Hebrew, Hebrew name. I think it means the chosen yeah. one or the chosen by God or the, or the enlightened one or something like this. It's beautiful. I love all these biblical names, actually. It's, uh, I really do. Um, yeah. I powerful. think that... I think the anyway the 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 they my mom and everyone my mom my stepfather Benny and my sister went to New York, and they were eating in a cafe, and guess they who walked in? No, are you yeah. kidding me? They yeah, and, they, and, and big and because of that, Corbin, my stepdad, went over to Benicio, and said, no. "My son is named after you," and no, they had be. they had they had a coffee and a, and a fucking thing like a bit of food with Benicio del Toro yeah no I can't I mean why, why, why <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so pissed I'm not joking I'm not joking it's true what I mean this is so uh, I want to touch Corbin and your mother because there's so many yeah. del Toro 
No, yeah. I mean, I really like him. I think that he is really like a force of nature, that guy. But anyway, we should have a podcast about... Um, Keanu. Uh, Keanu, yes. Keanu Reeves, which is, is not the best actor out there, but he's like a cool person. You know, it took him, no. it took the internet 20 years to talk about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> but don't you think, but don't you think that this would be like a nice little side thing we could do? Like little short podcasts about actors, yes. like little, yes. little like pop culture podcasts? Yes, yes. Like, be quite, kind of, <laughs> I can see you're like, yes, yes, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, because, you know, then we started talking a lot about uh, society and power and feminism, yeah. and, and then it's pretty heavy. But uh, but this is a nice way of clo closing, you know? Yeah. Clo it's a nice clo closure. I cannot say that word in English. Can we, we do this closure. podcast in Spanish, please? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, well, I, I, but I'm, I'm like no because I just wouldn't understand it. <laughs> but anyway, like I wanted to say yes, that's why I hesitated. But um, all right, good. So so let's close then. Okay, so looking forward to listen to the song that you are going to choose, and uh, I guess that we uh, see each other in one week. And, yeah. Uh, have a nice week, everybody. Bye, uh, yeah. Bye, everyone. I love you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Yeah, Arako loves you as well. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. All right. That's it. No, no, no. no. It's okay. No. See ya. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Wait. <laughs>
I just wanna be with you.